Welcome to New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start, with Jennifer Takagi. I'm Jennifer, a former climber of the corporate and government ladders turned leadership development entrepreneur. I'm a leadership coach helping you transform your office from feeling like a prison cell into a playground where employees are energized, engaged, and eager to work. Stress is reduced. Productivity is increased. Communication is seamless because playgrounds are much more fun than cubicle cells. Leadership development might seem like hard work, but leadership done right helps you create the team of your dreams. Each week, I'll bring you an inspiring message to pave the way to your successful journey into a leadership role. Thank you for joining me today. Now let's get started. Welcome to New Manager Media. Manage right from the start. Today, I am so thrilled and honored to have my friend Jen Miramontes with us today. Jen is a cancer fitness guru, and she'll give you all the background on that. And we met just over a year ago and started being each other's accountability partner because we have things we have to do every day as leaders of our own organizations. She has her business. I have mine. And we can kind of get lost in the weeds, lost in the mud. So we've had this accountability relationship for the last year, sending each other text messages most every day. Occasionally one of us misses, but typically we're on point and we see great things happening in our businesses and in our lives because we maintain constant contact, constant communication. And I thought it would be really awesome to have Jen on the podcast talking about cancer how to survive cancer, how to support other people in your life that have cancer. And she was willing to uh, give a few of her clients to work with us today and give us some information. So Jen, why don't you tell us a little bit about your business, what you have going on, and we'll get into a little deeper conversation. Sounds good. I'm so happy to be on the show. Thank you. What an honor. And yes, uh, those of you uh, that maybe don't know either of us, I will tell you this also with the accountability. Sometimes it comes in at 5 a.m. And uh, sometimes it comes in the night before at 11 p.m. So neither of us um, have like set office hours, right? We kind of, it's whatever's working for us. So It's it random. Been, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's been amazing. Um, so yes, what... So again, my name is Jen Miramontes, and I'm the founder of Cancer Champion Fitness. And Cancer Champion Fitness is an online program for people with cancer. It's nutrition, fitness, and it also the just the mindset and the community that people battling cancer need. It's a safe place and with people that are all experts in working with people with cancer. And as Jennifer mentioned, I have a cancer exercise specialty. And um, I'll go back and say, I also am a personal trainer and I have a medical exercise specialty. So personal trainers, um, I don't mean this in a a negative way in any way, um, but personal trainers are a dime a dozen. Um, It's not very hard to become a personal trainer. It's hard to become a good personal trainer, um, but there you can find them everywhere. Cancer exercise specialists, there are in total actually 500, but 500 in the entire world. So you think about- In the world. In the world, 500. And 
it's just a shame for, for one thing, because um, currently one in four people will get cancer. So there's a very large population of people with cancer that need people like us that can help them. Additionally, the latest research, I just saw this yesterday, people born after 1960 will have a one in two chance of getting cancer. So those of us that don't currently have cancer need to be thinking what we can do to not get cancer. And so that's part of, part of my, not only supporting people currently battling cancer or people that are cancer survivors, but also helping people not get cancer. Wow. Okay. So like one in two. So the majority of the people listening to this podcast episode were born on or after 1960. And we have a 50, 50 chance that we're going to get cancer of some sort. Exactly. Oh, wow. Sobering, sobering news. (laughs) Oh, lump in my throat now. Okay. So moving on from that, what, what do we do to survive it? I mean, I often hear of fighting cancer, beating cancer. Um, I've heard their, you know, psychological effects to having those kind of words being in the vocabulary. And I love the fact that your business is cancer champions. Right. I'm sure that was very strategic and intentional. Right. Very thought out because it's, um, twofold, right? Um, you, you, um, I am their cancer champion. I am going to champion them through this journey in every way I possibly can. Um, and then also you just become your own champion and you, and people, you know, you're, you're in there. And I, I agree with you, Jennifer, that it, it is, it's difficult to find the right words because everybody hears them differently. And some people, when you say, you know, you know, they're fighting cancer, then, you know, then they, is there like, but if I, what, if I lose the fight, am I, am I now a loser or, you know, and so it is, and everybody, hears words differently and, and, and uses words differently. And so we just have to be careful. Um, everyone is a survivor. If you've had cancer, you are, even if you're in the middle, you are obviously a survivor. So I like to say cancer survivors, um, but I often, often will say cancer fighters and survivors. Um, and so to answer your question, I mean, there's, it's, it's not as simple as just, you know, do A, B and C, drink more water, get more greens and, you know, walk daily and you won't get cancer. Um, I wish it was that simple. Um, but it, it can be fairly simple too. There are some, some, some steps and, you know, nothing is sure. I mean, I can't say my mother the reason that I started Cancer Champion Fitness, my mother was a health nut her entire life, always exercised, wasn't a smoker, uh, barely drank and got esophageal cancer terminally. Um, so, you know, is it, does it mean that we will most de- definitely not get cancer because we do these steps that I'm gonna recommend? Um, not necessarily, but because she lived this healthy lifestyle, her diagnosis normally would have been about a six month, you know, it was terminal, probably um, around on average three to six months from diagnosis, given the amount of the, the size of the tumor in her throat. Um, and she lived three years. So it may, may not be that, that you don't get cancer, but it certainly can be you know, a way to uh, survive cancer better and longer. My father was diagnosed with kidney cancer and there's no cure for kidney cancer. 
but it's kind of a slow growing one, which is nice. And we went down to MD Anderson. I'm in Oklahoma and that's the closest, you know, major cancer center. And one of my sisters was just hammering the doctor. How long is he going to live? What are the odds? What are we looking at? And she just, you know, a dog with a bone. She was not going to let it go till that doctor gave her actual odds. And finally he said, you know, there's a 20% chance that he will live five years. But that is completely tied into his diet, if he exercises, what his mindset is, what his spirituality is, what his family dynamic and setup is. So um, you, you can't just say you have this, you're going to die in three to six months, right? Because so much more goes into it. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about the story of your mom? Because I just, I just love this story every time on how you got into researching cancer to become a champion and a cancer fitness expert. Yeah. So yeah, um, like I said, the whole, you know, the purpose behind what I do is, um, is motivated by my mother, um, who is not with us anymore, but so she, I was always in fitness. I was a trainer. I knew a lot about how to train people to get stronger and have good balance and all these other, you know, wonderful attributes that I could offer them. I thought that was so wonderful. Um, my mother was diagnosed with cancer and we were at um, her oncologist appointment. So similar to, it sounds like you and your sister, I would go to my, my mom's appointments and you know, he, the diagnosis wasn't great. Um, he couldn't do surgery. The only thing, because it was too dangerous, um, the tumor was too big, uh, but he could offer chemo and radiation. And so he was kind of describing that and we were sitting in the office and he, um, was charting something. And I kind of looked over and I said, mom, do you have any like bucket list items, anything that you feel like you want to get done, you know, before the inevitable. And, um, and she said, well, you know, she said to him, I'd like to tour Europe. Like I'd like to go all, you know, all around Europe. There's a lot of places I haven't been. And he, he said, I, I, I can't have you do that. It's, it's too far. It's, I don't know, you know, treatment wise, how we can work around that. It, I can't, I'm sorry. Um, and, and she said, okay. And then she looked over at me and she said, well, then I'd like to um, hike in and out of the Grand Canyon. And I'm like, <laughs> Random. <laughs> looking at me like you could make this happen. And I'm thinking to myself, and I look over at the oncologist and he goes, I mean, that's in the States. I mean, it's, I, I mean, if you think you can make it happen, if you think you can get her there, then, then I will approve it. But I need to know that she's healthy enough to go. So you've got from now um, until, you know, the, she's through chemo and radiation, but you're, you can work with her during that time if you're comfortable. And so I'm like, okay, I've got to make this happen. I have to make this happen. I can do this. I know I can do this. So I went immediately. And this was in, the diagnosis was in um, 2000, um, I'm sorry, it was in 1998. Um, 1997, 98. And so it, there, it wasn't, M, you know, WebMD and all of that wasn't quite as readily available as it is now. And, um, but I went back in all my books and I'm like trying to find what you can do, how you can train somebody with cancer. And there was like, there wasn't a lot available. So I just trial by error. I just 
I'm like, mom, we're going to try stuff. And, you know, I, I don't know what the chemo is doing to your bones. So we need to like build bone density. I do know that much. I don't know what the radiation is going to do. And um, so we just figured it out. And um, the biggest problem that I was having was how do you nourish somebody? Like, how do you get nutrients into somebody that has a apple sized tumor in their throat? Um, I mean, I, I can't like the getting proteins and all the things that she needs in there is going to be difficult. So I called on my friend, the nutritionist, and she would put together these 600 calorie nutrient dense smoothies that my mom could consume because what they were recommending was like boost or ensure or one of those like milkshakey full of chemicals and sugar and all the things that are not good for cancer are not good for people with cancer. They're great for cancer because they, they feed cancer. Sugar feeds cancer. Um, so anyway, I had, so I'm like, okay, we got this. We've got our training regime in. I've got, we've got, I can nourish you. I would have her carry my daughter, Emma, um, who at the time was about four. She would carry her on her back. So she'd get used to wearing a backpack and we'd go for little hikes. And, um, and we did it. She did it. She, she hiked down. I get a little bit teary every single time because um, she did it. I mean, she, she set out to do this. She had a goal. Um, and uh, the doctor definitely thought it was insane, but wasn't going to say no to her. And we got her down to the bottom of the canyon. We hiked around at the bottom. We stayed a couple nights and she got herself back out of that out of that canyon and it was uh like it was the one of the happiest moments in my entire lifetime and so from there you know how do you how do you stop right the momentum was there i'm like people all around us have cancer i we got to keep this going so that's and where then, and, and then was there a pretty good gap between you know 98 to 2000 ish when you found the cancer fitness like certification or what is it called? I mean, cancer expert, yeah. new things to become an expert. Yeah, a massive gap. So the only thing that so back then you could become a, a trainer that wasn't uh, that was you know doable, and you could get like a spin certification, and you know uh, they didn't even have bar back then, but you could get like little certifications. Um, but then the medical exercise specialist was the next one that I did discover. And that was in, uh, probably 1990. Let me think. So I'm thinking, 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 no, 2005, I think was about when the, I found the medical exercise specialty 2008, somewhere in that range. It took a long time to get that one. So then, and I was like, okay, so they, you, you learned a little bit about working with people with cancer, not a tremendous amount, um, but it was helpful and I had done a ton of research on my own. So I was able to kind of incorporate all of that, just talking to oncologists like and radiation oncologists and oncology surgeons. Um, and then um, they came out, CETI came out with a cancer exercise specialist. I heard about it and um, you have to have a thousand hours of working with people with cancer and, um, and, and you, you know, go through the process of, you know, all the, um, modules and you learn how to become a cancer exercise specialist. It's great. It's an amazing program, but very difficult, which is probably why there aren't enough, uh, specialists out there. Um, so yeah, so I got this, the cancer exercise specialty and, 
and uh, and started working more and more with people with cancer, and uh, and that was that was about 2010 um, that I really got kind of good. That became my passion. Like this is where I can make a big difference. This is where I need to be. So then what is your business now? Your can uh, cancer champion fitness. What, what does that look like? How does it work? What is that? So, okay. So, um, the way it started and I think that, uh, all of us have had this this little person in their ear at one point that that motivates us to do something that's maybe beyond what we feel like we can do, um, and so I my my best friend uh, had breast cancer and I was working with her um, always and uh, she the breast cancer the cancer metastasized to her bones and her brain and we'd been she'd been my client and my best friend for. Uh, several years at that point and i would go into the infusion center with her and um where they get their chemo infused and i would talk to all the different people with cancer and give them little recommendations you know like you do realize like if you can just get yourself you know get at least an extra serving of dark leafy greens every day what a difference that's going to make if you could just drink your body weight in fluid ounces like I know fluid ounces of water, um, you know, or if, if you can just, while you're sitting here in the infusion room, do some leg lifts, get movement. Cause guess what? Walk before you walk in to get your infusion, get your blood flow going because then the, the, the chemotherapy courses through your body better. You know, these are just little tiny tips. I would just get so excited because I could help them. So her last week of her life, she, I was with her uh, pretty much the entire week. My son and I kind of camped out at their house and, um, and she called me into her room and she said, I'm going to task you with one thing. You need to figure out how you can support more than the 15 clients you have with cancer. You need to figure out a way to millions of people have cancer. You got to figure out how you can serve. And so that was daunting and I, I didn't quite know where to begin with that because I'm super good at the in-person, like I got that down and no problem. I had no, I never did videos. I never, I, to this day, I'm terrible about social media and, you know, getting on there and being like, hey, you know, get excited, let's do this video. You know, I just, that wasn't my, my thing. But obviously that was the one way, that's the one way you can, that's a beautiful thing about technology, right? That is what's one of the greatest things. I, I, I kind of, you know, kick and scream my way against it, but it, it, the beautiful thing is it does allow us, you know, just like you get to do, Jennifer, reach out and support people that need help with managing. I, you know, had this opportunity to reach out and help people, um, you know, that are maybe in Australia for, for or anywhere in the world and have a community and a, you know, a place where they could find a recipe or they could tell their friends when they're like, Hey, can we bring you a meal? You know, maybe lasagna is not really feeling great because you're nauseous. They can go to the anti-nausea recipes and say, Hey, could you make this for me? Um, I can do this 10 minute workout. I can, I've just had surgery. I could go here and I know what to do post-surgery. So that's the, but the program cancer champion fitness came from this need to support millions of people with cancer. 
And a, a friend of mine was diagnosed with a very aggressive form of lymphoma. Um, end of July, 1st of August, maybe, maybe mid-August of 2020. And when the doctor ran all the tests, they said the cancer cells were duplicating at 100%. So within a 24-hour period, it was 100% more than it was before. And most cancers are substantially slower <laughs> than that. And the doctor just said, you know, we are going to throw everything we can at you. But we have no idea what the outcome is going to be because this is extremely aggressive. So then they do a few more tests. Okay, well, so now it's in other organs. Um, now it's in his spine. Now it's in his spinal fluid. I mean, like he was completely encased in cancer. And I, I reached out to you. I don't think he ever uh, followed up, which is fine because his fitness level was incredible because he does wood floors. So he walks like some days, 18, 20,000 steps in a day, sanding floors and pushing the big sanding equipment. So the first round of chemo, you're in the hospital five solid days because it's, you know, the infusions are in person. They can't, you can't even just go and come home. You're in the hospital for five days. So he does all his rounds of chemo. He gets to the end of it and there is a gentleman down the hall who is 15, 20 years younger, a bodybuilder type. So in really good shape. And they said, he is not doing as well as you are. Well, in the end, that gentleman was diagnosed with COVID one day and was dead the next, literally at 38 years old. My friend's in his fifties and he is 100% cancer free, his entire body. And I don't know that the nutrition piece of his life, because we do go out to dinner regularly. I don't know that the nutrition was necessarily there, but the spirituality and the prayers, because they were coming in from everywhere, the exercise constantly and having a wonderful support system around him, as well as amazing doctors and nurses taking care of him in science and technology, like you say. But like the one piece that most people don't have is that exercise because it's, I don't feel good. If you only knew how bad I felt. And I love that, you know, go on a walk around the block before you go in for the infusion treatment, right? Because then it will work more efficiently. So the three main things on what someone with cancer should do or know is add at least one more serving of green leafy vegetables every day. Drink your body weight in water every day and get your blood flowing before, during, and after your treatments each time. So that's really big. Yeah. So as leaders out there and managers, because that's, you know, my target market, um, especially if one in four get cancer and then our age group, it's going to be 50%, <laughs> one in two. Yeah. Um, I think it's really important for them to understand what happens with cancer and what they can do for someone else. So Jen, I'll, I'll be sure to get all the technical piece and put in the show notes, but what is your website? Like I know somebody who has cancer. What can I do for them today? I think you have a program where I can buy it for them as a gift. That's exactly right. And I think that that's one of the, one of the greatest uh, things that, that we have is the, the, that we can gift because I, I would venture to guess every single person that is listening today 
know somebody or has had cancer. Either you know somebody close to you or you have had, like your story right there. I, I, I have yet to meet somebody who said, I have never met anyone, I don't know anyone that I love that has had cancer. It's, it's very unlikely. So we've also always, I mean, I would, I would venture to guess also that you've grappled with, what can I do? You find out that somebody you love has cancer, what can you possibly do for them? Because that's what we want. As humans, we want to give, we want to help, we want to do something, we want to fix it. We can't fix it, but we can gift them with something like this, something to give them some hope because hope is what people need and they need that mindset. When they have hope, when you have hope, you have that mindset of, okay, I'm going to do everything I can. Maybe that, maybe I won't survive it, but at the time that I'm here, I'm going to make the best of it. Um, and so, yes, we have a gifting program. It's called Become Somebody's Champion. And the website is, um, it's, Cancer Champion, www.cancerchampion.com. And I'm sorry, cancerchampionfitness.com. I should know my own website. So, <laughs> cancerchampionfitness.com. And you would see, like, if somebody logs into the site, that's just kind of a landing page and it describes what the membership is. Um, but at the very top of it is where you can become somebody's champion. I love that, Jen, because like you say, everybody is going to come in contact with it one way or the other. My father died of kidney cancer. My mom had a stroke and lived 11 years. But in the end, it was oral cancer that took her out very quickly because we didn't even know she had it. Like literally she had a spot one week. She was dead the next, like super fast. Um, my one of my best friend's dads died of cancer. My friend just survived cancer. My niece had leukemia at three and a half years old. And I'm happy to report she's perfect and wonderful and about to be 15. And so you're right. We all are connected to it in some way or the other. Um, and you hear of people who refuse all treatments because somebody 20 years ago didn't survive it. And I love the fact that you may not survive it and live to be 100 but you can survive well enough to have a good life in the meantime until it is your day. Right. I love that. Yeah. And I do think Jen, I, I love that this is um, going out to the managers out there in the world, because as, as I just said, we all know somebody and probably a manager is going to have an employee that they manage. That's going to get that diagnosis. And so as a manager to, to be confident and be able to be like, I can support this, this employee of mine. I can, I can be there and support them. It doesn't have to be my program, but just to have the knowledge of there is something out there. There is a community out there, whether they just join our Facebook page and just have a place where they can say, Hey, I am so nauseous. I can't keep anything down. Any suggestions? And yes, we have this great tea. It's, try it out. It's delicious. You know, whatever it is, like as a manager to not be afraid to offer help and guidance as much as they can to an employee that's, that's been diagnosed with this, because most likely a manager will, will come across this. And today more than ever, the expectations of a manager from other people are high. And this is just a fabulous thing to have available to share with people. So what is the Facebook group? Cause that's someplace easily um, accessed. Absolutely. It's also cancer champion fitness and that's the <laughs> easy. <Yeah. laughs> um, 
Yes. And, and that is a great, because recipes come up and but there's, I, we post fitness tips, we post nutrition tips, like cancer fighting foods. Um, so it is a great resource that doesn't cost uh, obviously anything to be a part of. I just love this, Jen. And I love you and what you're doing and your passion. And one of my key takeaways, um, in addition to like, even not having cancer, we probably need to add more <laughs> green leafy vegetables, drink more water and um, <laughs> increase our blood flow. So we'll just leave that out there for the world to know. But you are a lifelong learner. And whether that was your intent when your mother got that diagnosis or before, it has just continued as lifelong learning. And as leaders, as managers, because you're managing a team, right? Your team might be somewhat remote because it's virtual. You're still having to manage them, what they do, what they get done. And you're an amazing leader in your field and also leading your team so that they are inspired to get done what needs to get done. But we all need to be a lifelong learner and embrace that. I mean, like every day, if we're not growing, we're dying. So keep moving forward and keep uh, doing what we have to do. Thank you so much for your time and all this amazing information. And hopefully this message will just spread like wildfire. Wow. And thank you so much for having me on your show. I love it. <laughs> I get to see you. That's the best part. I know, right? We get to hang out together. All right, Jen, I love you and I love what you're doing. And I really look forward to hearing from you tomorrow what you got done on your list of three things. You will. <laughs> <laughs> and, to the, <laughs> and to the audience, I'm Jennifer Takagi with New Manager Media and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thanks. Thank you for joining today. Please hop on over to iTunes to leave us a review and share our channel with your friends and family. Head over to TakagiConsulting.com gift for a great free gift. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and TakagiConsulting.com. We would love to hear from you and may your days be filled with more success than you ever dreamed possible.